0: greetings earthlings greetings we
1: come in peace i
0: have yet to be abducted so there's
1: that that you know of correction that you know of sure
0: but i feel like i would know in in my heart you know i think i would know yeah 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 perhaps but some of you have and i guess the closest i can get to experiencing it myself is reading and listening to Corinne tell me stories about your alien encounters, your UFOs that you've seen in the sky. And I'll also probably get jealous along the way. That's what happens when
1: you want so badly, you wish for something and you don't have it. But I, I without a doubt believe that you will have an alien encounter in your lifetime,
0: Sabrina. Thank you for wishing it upon me.
1: You want it for yourself. No, you said I know. It in a way that it's that it's like. Oh no, I would. Oh, I'm grateful. I thought you were like, oh, what an evil wish.
0: No, I'm. You want it, don't you? I do want it. But thank you, Corinne. Thank you so much. Is that better?
1: <laughs> okay, you're welcome. Oh, thank you so, so much. much.
0: So much. Okay.
1: Well, should I read just story?
0: I'd love for you to read me a story.
1: Okay, great. In the spirit of May the 4th be with you,
0: uh-huh.
1: it's all alien stories in case you didn't mm-hmm. get that from
0: what Sabrina said before.
1: So we're going to start with one that's called Alien Spacecrafts. Oh, my. It's funny because
0: as I was getting ready to record this episode, I was like, did Corinne just like pick aliens because like for me, because I didn't look at our Excel to know why we were doing it and... Thank you for filling me in on our own. No, this was podcast. your idea. No, was it? It
1: was your idea six days ago, <laughs> like literally last week. You said, "Let's do this."
0: <laughs> I'm going to record from down here. It's really this is, this is actually way more comfortable. Great. Just listen. Get it back up.
1: <laughs> you stay there. Stay this is. I need to be a
0: professional.
1: All right. Episode 196 took me back to the early 2000s and my experience with UFOs. I don't even remember what 196 was. Do you? Nope. (laughs) Should I Look. All right. Let's leave it at that. Okay. I can't tell you exactly what year it was, how old I was exactly, but I know I was around eight years old, give or take. I have an aunt who's about six years older than me. So it was normal for her to play with the rest of us kids. Now remember, this was a time when playing outside well past last sunlight was completely normal, especially during the summertime. It was about six of us cousins and my aunt, who was also a child, playing hide and seek. We lived at the only apartment complex that exists in my itty bitty town. We'd just begun and were about to run into hiding when time almost seemed to slow down. Well. I remember hearing a low rumble, almost a buzzing sound. I could see all of my cousins running out of the corner of my eye, but I was stuck in place. <gasps> I looked up to see where the sound was coming from when literally out of nowhere, and I put this on my life, came a huge UFO and it looked identical to what Mrs. Smith drew. Oh, is that when you did, wait, it was episode 196 oh, did you do? Louise Smith and yeah, that abduction. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wow. It was identical to what they depict on cartoons for UFOs to look like a huge silver saucer with bright lights all around the bottom it was right above the apartment complex and didn't look to be but maybe 30 feet above the rooftops and it was gone just as fast as it appeared i remember being out of breath and when i looked up and looked around my aunt was just a few feet from me also looking up her face absolutely terrified okay so she saw it too she looked at me and i asked Did you see that? Yes. She yelled, yes! (laughs) We ran straight to our apartment and didn't come out past dark for weeks. Years later, I asked her about it and she still remembers the exact same thing I remember. It's something I never experienced again, nor do I want to, to be quite honest. Yeah. But it makes me feel a little bit better that someone else has seen a UFO like the one that we saw that night. I've told the story to a few people and they find it odd that it looks just like the cartoons. I look forward to sharing more stories with you in the weeks to come. I have so many. Stay spooky. Peace.
0: Claudia. Okay. I don't think it's silly that it looks just like the cartoons because let's just be real. The only reason the cartoons look like that is because somebody probably saw one in order to draw what they thought a spaceship looked like.
1: Absolutely. It's one of those things where it's like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Where some people are going to view that story as like, oh, well, Claudia was around eight. She was a child. It's her imagination. Of course, she saw exactly what it looks like on TV. But then it's like, okay, but maybe it's exactly like it is on TV because it's based on what they truly look like.
0: Yeah. It is. We believe you, Claudia. (laughs) We do believe you, Claudia. And as scary as it, it's so interesting how it warps time. Like Claudia could see everyone else running around, but her reality was slowing down. Right.
1: It also reminds me, I wonder if it's time. Well, it's definitely some of time because people miss time and have large chunks taken out of their nights when they're abducted. But another part of me is just thinking about Maybe like the power and the force behind the spaceship moving because it reminds me of how my mom describes basically being stuck when a tornado was coming when she lived in like Nebraska or something when she was little and her dad having to come out and grab her. She was, she couldn't move. Like she was stuck. She was like running, but going absolutely nowhere in the backyard trying to make it back inside. Just like the wind pulling. But that's
0: what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just like Uh, at all of the forces all around you, you're just completely stuck.
0: I am glad that Claudia didn't experience it alone, and that her and her aunt can commiserate in it together. Yes, me too. It's buddy system. Buddy system when you go places at night. It's buddy system when you go to the bathroom in a haunted (laughs) place, and it's buddy system if you're going to experience something paranormal or supernatural or alien-like.
1: Which which just makes me think of all the people who were abducted, like we've read so many where people are in their car or they're walking up their driveway with their family or they're all in their beds and there's these mass abductions and no one really remembers what happened, but they know that they all went. And at least you have that.
0: Can you explain the theory about how aliens are actually us in the future? Because that blew my mind and I fully believe it, but I've been trying to reiterate it and say it to people yeah, we, and I can't master it. So please educate us. We covered us.
1: this on In Paranormal News, which is an episode that we do bi-weekly on Patreon, but I will I'll tell it here. <laughs> so there's many different groups that believe different iterations of this. One is that like when we hear right now that it's like the on the news where it's like Pentagon thinks there's a mothership in our galaxy. What they're essentially referring to is a bunch of research that was done or a specific researcher who is linked to the Pentagon and worked for the government for many years as an advisor who has thought a lot about UFOs and done a lot of research on space. And basically he has a theory and others have the theory that perhaps this alien spaceship, this mothership is either... A sending out probes right now to kind of explore different planets, or B that it's it's well there, I guess there's three theories yeah B that there is an alien civilization from a long long time ago like millions and millions and millions of years ago that sent out this probe this help us save us if is there anyone out there. And that it's just now getting to us, and the likelihood of the civilization who sent that to us being still alive might be unlikely. So it could be that there were aliens out there that have since made contact, but we—they're th- not alive, but Okay, crafts coming here.
0: But what about the theory are. that they're actually humans from the future? Like, based on if we were yes. to go under, so that's the last. Okay, because that's the one that I fully believe. So.
1: Yes, there's multiple UFO groups um, who believe that this is a possible theory. But basically, it was saying that we're in a time of such monumental technological advances and exploration. What we've accomplished in the past twenty years surpasses a lot of, if in the grand scheme of things, what we've accomplished in the past six thousand years. Right? Like we have changed and developed so much in this very concentrated amount of time. But basically the theory is like, if we continue on this path and technology becomes such a big part of our lives and the amount of knowledge and and things that we have access to is so huge, over a long period of time, it would make sense that perhaps our brains, our heads start to enlarge to increase the capacity for our brains to expand for all that we're learning and all that we're developing into, simultaneously, global warming is real. That's not a that's not a theory. That's that's fact. If the world continues to uh, on this path, mm-hmm. and it very likely might, yeah, then there is going to be parts that are way too cold and unbearable to live in, and parts that are way too hot humans likely will gravitate towards the places that are far too hot and not go out during the day, but instead go out in the cover of night when it's more protected and it's cooler. Because of that, a few things. The skin might change. We might have more of like a whitish silvery colored skin because we no longer need the protection from the UV light because we're not going out in the sun. Nocturnal vision potentially is something where our eyes will develop and get bigger and bigger and mol- more bulbous and our technology will advance so significantly. So basically there's a the theory that what if it's us from the future when in 20,000 years from now, when we have evolved into these humanoid creatures with bulbous heads and giant eyes and silvery skin that have these really advanced spaceships, and technological
0: abilities. Is it us? Is that who we evolve into? Yes. I think so. Maybe. It makes so much sense to me. You know
1: what? I kind of think so too. And here's why. I don't want to be like, because at first, when I first heard that, I was like, ah, I mean, that is kind of mind blowing. And that is really fascinating. But another part of me was like, yeah, but that's again being like, oh, well like we're all that. Like why would an alien civilization who is so far advanced have really much interest in us, right? Like we're we're super delayed and behind in our development. And yet there's so much alien activity around. Maybe, but also it makes more sense if we as humans who are already obsessed with ourselves spend so much time in our in our tech world in the future, coming back and observing old us. Like who would be more interested in us than us?
0: Yes. Ugh. also, it makes me so sad that we in our current lives, in our current bodies, will not experience turning into that.
1: No, I mean, evolution does not happen that fast. (laughs) And that's where it's like radioactive. Yeah. But yeah, no, we won't get to experience it, but I mean, it makes sense as to why we haven't been mass murdered by the aliens, too. It's us. That's true. Or they're just not all They're protecting us. And we're just... Someone else... Oh, it was on High Strange. Payne Lindsay's new podcast, High Strange. I binged it all. So fascinating. All about UFOs and aliens. And he talks to a lot of the people who have wild abduction stories. But he had interviewed someone who was talking about why aliens would possibly be interested in us too. And like, why, why haven't they introduced themselves to us? Why haven't they come and done all this stuff? And he was basically saying, this was saying like, well, how often do you go stand and visit and introduce yourself to an anthill? Like you're so in your, in your own world and the anthill feels way less developed than than you feel you are. So why would they come to us and spend so much time and energy on us?
0: I mean, to add to that, like, how often are you in like a public space and you see someone across the room or like anyone and you go up to them and introduce yourself? Like, unless you're at an event and networking or a a friend introduces you to someone, like, you're not necessarily going up to strangers and being like, howdy doody, my name's Sabrina. Right. Yes. No,
1: absolutely not. That is scary. Right. Yes (laughs) no. (laughs) Yes and no. People are scary. Anyway, it might be us. Might be someone
0: else. And whatever it is, let's keep talking about them. I have a story. I also realize I'm like kind of matching. Like my mom's paint on her wall is like my skin color. And I wore like a pinkish shirt and all the pillows in this bedroom are pink. (sighs) Ah, becoming my mom's house. (laughs) Okay, this is from our listener, Chris, and it's pretty short, but it's fascinating. And it's also funny. Okay, Chris says, I want to resubmit this story with an actual title because I think my last submission had a really boring title. So the submission title is The Day My Flight Stood Still. I was listening to your UFO episode, Don't Look Up, And I was inspired to share my own UFO sighting with you. With pictures. Yes! I captured these photos while on a flight home from England. And we were somewhere over New Brunswick at the time the photos were taken. I think New Brunswick, England, not...
1: Not New Jersey. (laughs) Yeah. That would be very specific to be like, right over New Brunswick, New Jersey. Right where you had your live show. (laughs)
0: It appeared to me as something flying upwards in the opposite direction of the plane, smoking at the end. And in one picture, you can see two trails of smoke. I was incredibly lucky I caught these photos because it flew by so fast that it was gone within seconds. I usually take a more realistic approach to things like this, so I did try to find a logical explanation, but no one could give me any sort of answer as to what it could be. So today, about six years later, I still have no answers. And that being said, I can't allow myself to be 100% sure it is an alien aircraft. Maybe like 90% sure. Anyway, let me know what you think. And if you want to use this story, please do. I wish the pictures were better, but my phone had a pretty bad camera at the time. Still better than nothing. Uh, I've attached two of each photo. One is the original quality and one is edited to emphasize the object. Thank you for your time, Chris. Are you looking at them?
1: Yes, oh my gosh We'll put them in the video yeah so we, if you're watching on YouTube you can see this and we'll post them on social media but this is so this just looks like so many of the photos people get out outside of an airplane and just all of the different pilots and and whatnot that take these weird videos of these like blips. Uh, it almost looks like a black basketball just like flying through the air so quickly. And that's sort of what this looks like.
0: But it's interesting that there's a trail of smoke behind it. And it's not a streak on the window because there, it's in two different positions. In the Oh, Corinne?
1: Yes. Can you see me?
0: No, your video's gone.
1: Oh, that's so weird. Yours had been out for a few minutes, and then it said that your live video would return when your Wi-Fi improved.
0: That's what yours says. Do the aliens not want us to talk about this? I
1: guess not. But yeah, you're right. So the trajectory of this thing, it like completely pivots and starts going a different direction. Yeah. I'm so confused by this.
0: We'll post the pictures on our socials and people can...
1: Because even the line of smoke, it's like it did a circle or something.
0: Yeah. Or just changed yeah. directions. are
1: Give your opinions.
0: Please do. Yeah, but
1: even, so if you look at like the clouds and the horizon line, it's like, it's not even like it just pivoted directions. The line of smoke is coming from a completely different area at one point. Yeah, you're right. So maybe it's a second one. It's like, or did it loop
0: back around and start again? Or did it glitch? Did it make everything glitch to a different timeline? And then that's what happens things are backwards. That's a wild, wild conspiracy theory, but you know what? We know nothing. So I'm just going to let my brain run wild.
1: And here's another thing to add to it. It's not like these photos are flipped. They're not mirrored because you can see that the clouds below it are the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Ah, disproving my own theory. Chris, what a story. You're back. The second we stop talking about the pictures, you're back. Mystery. Weird. <laughs> a mystery.
1: Okay, this one is called Encounter, Ghost Girl and Alien Abduction. Ooh. Hello gorgeous ladies. Just want to say I'm obsessed with your podcast. I started listening to your podcast at the end of last year and have pretty much caught up to your most recent episodes. I'm a full-time binger. I own my own Lash Tech business. So when my clients are napping, then I'm listening to horror stories from you guys. I love
0: that. I feel like we have a few Lash Tech listeners. I wonder if as the clients are kind of dozing off, if they start to have nightmares or if she listens to it in like headphones.
1: I like to think that there's no headphones and they just... I do too. And then they're (laughs) hearing of poltergeist activity and aliens or aliens bigfoot lovers i've been listening to these encounters and finally getting around to sharing my tales i have one where i was haunted by a little ghost girl and i even have an alien abduction story oh i'll start with my little ghost friend this story started when my older sister's friend came over her visit to our house when i was 12 years old this friend i'll call her jane jane has been able to see ghosts her entire life every time she would come over she would tell us these ghost stories About ghosts she had seen, like her grandma sitting on her bed every night when she would go to sleep. Or when a ghost who died in a fire would wake her up in the middle of the night by screaming in her face. What? (laughs) Oh my gosh. This ghost she told us about this time was a little girl. Probably around 8 or 9 years old, dark hair, and of course, a creepy white dress. Of course. Jane said sometimes ghosts would try and show her how they died, be this in images or even giving her feelings. She said this little girl showed her how she died one night when Jane was in a hot tub. Oh, this little girl pushed Jane's head underwater, (gasps) telling her she drowned, and that's how she died.
0: Okay, it's one thing to show images and tell and communicate how you died, it is another to make the person you're telling experience it fully shove them under.
1: Oh poor Jane out. It kind of reminds me of that. I can't remember which scary movie it was. I thought for a second it might be that Daniel Radcliffe one where it was like the woman in the veil coming for his son that there was like a scene in the pool, but uh, I could
0: be wrong. I don't think I've seen I don't think I've seen that it's one. terrifying. And also what a cool ability for Jane to have but then if you don't know how to Protect yourself or turn it off, it would probably be so terrifying. Oh my God. Yes. Yes.
1: Absolutely. I like that she makes light of it, I guess, and gets to just be the person to tell a cool ghost stories. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that helps. Maybe. Okay. Other than that, Jane said this little girl wouldn't communicate with her when Jane tried to talk to her. She would just run away from her. This little girl decided to follow Jane over state lines and accompanied her to our house, where she stayed for a week. Every now and then, Jane would be staring blankly at some random place in the house and would later say that the girl was just standing there, listening in. Jane left to go back home, but apparently the little girl didn't, Oh, as it would have been a few weeks later. I was home alone. We lived in a three-story house, and my bedroom was on the bottom floor. I was about to head downstairs when, insanely clearly, there at the bottom of the stairs was a little girl about eight or nine years old, dark hair, and of course, that creepy white dress. She was there no more than a few seconds and then was gone all of a sudden. The weird thing was, I didn't feel scared. I was incredibly calm and I just decided not to walk down those stairs for now, especially while I was home alone. Yep. Another week or so later, I was in the laundry room throwing some clothes in the laundry basket. I turned around to walk out and bam, right in my face. This little girl.
0: Oh my gosh. She is not subtle. So
1: scary. She
0: is just bam, in your face, terrifying. She's all or nothing. Yeah. Once again,
1: I see the pale face and the dark hair. And just like last time, she was gone in a few seconds. Over the school holidays, I had one of my school friends come over. Turns out she was very sensitive to ghosts. And she hadn't told me this at this point, as we hadn't been friends for a very long time. We were in the middle of a conversation and my friend Jackie out of nowhere said, her name is Rachel. Oh. To which I said, what? (laughs) She replies, the little girl. Her name is Rachel. At this point, I'm freaking out. I hadn't told her anything about what I had been seeing or what my sister's friend told me, but somehow she knew about the little girl. My friend at least somewhat comforts me by saying, don't worry, she just wants to be your friend. Oh. Well, a little ghost girl called Rachel wants to be my friend. That's... I felt honored in a weird way, but, but then I also felt guilty because at the same time I'm thinking, hell no. (laughs) Another night, sometime later, I had been having a really rough day at school. I went to bed upset, attempting to cry myself to sleep when I heard a heavy breathing in my ear. You know, when you hear something scary and you freeze, I swear that I stopped breathing for a couple of minutes because I was so terrified of something puffing in my ear (gasps) after what felt like forever. And in a soft, childlike voice, I hear a whisper. What's wrong? Oh! I screamed immediately, waking up my sister, who then crawled into my bed with me because I was shitting myself, Mm. which now I feel bad about doing as she was just trying to be comforting. And I think about Rachel a lot, and sometimes I wonder if she's still around. But as I got older, I saw Rachel less and less. Just recently, though, my husband and I have moved into a new house and two times now he said that he has seen someone with black hair (gasps) once walking behind him in the window's reflection and someone with black hair poking their head out from the hallway. I mean, if Rachel and I are friends, she's got to get to know the hubby, right?
0: That's what I was thinking. (laughs) I was like, I love the idea that Rachel's been like hanging out, watching her watching maggie kind of from afar but now that she's you know got a partner rachel's like i'm just gonna say a quick hello make sure everything's good here let him know i'm watching just peeking in yeah that's now she's like a little guardian
1: i like that she's she's so childlike right where it's just like she's kind and she's just there and she's Somewhat innocent, but still her actions and her lack of, I guess, understanding boundaries or what might spook someone is what makes her so creepy. <laughs> yes, yes. But she's just a kid. Okay, my alien story. So this happened to me when I was 19. I was living in Iceland. I have Icelandic parents, but born in Australia and went back to Iceland to visit. I was staying over at a friend's house, went to bed, and everything was normal. In the middle of the night, I woke up, my heart pounding in my chest. Strange. Yes. But I just went back to sleep and thought nothing of it. The next day I went home and I was going to hop in the shower. When I take my bra off, I noticed the strangest mark on my boob about an inch away from my nipple. The mark was a burn mark, literally risen and blistered. (gasps) It was the perfect circle with another perfect circle smaller inside of that with three lines crossing both circles two diagonal and one vertical and one horizontal.
0: I feel like it's a map. Literally
1: thinking WTF. I messaged my friend telling her about my mark and I asked her to check her bed if there's anything on there that could have possibly left an indent. A burn mark? A burn mark. Yeah. This kind of, the indentation, the mark kind of reminds me of like the Zodiac Killer Mm. mark
0: too. I'm picturing like if you put it on a map of Earth, that these the way the lines intersect is a place that Maggie needs to go.
1: It's a treasure hunt burned onto her skin so that she can never forget where it is. <laughs> she is the map. Yeah. So I ask her to check her bed if there's anything that there that could have possibly left an indent mark on me. She couldn't find anything. She then tells me that at some point in the night, she woke up and noticed that I was gone. <gasps> she was half asleep and assumed that I had gone to the toilet. She went back to sleep, and I was obviously back in the bed when she woke up in the morning, but I don't remember going to the toilet, so I'm pretty creeped out at this point. Yeah, I messaged my sister as she loves this stuff, and she messages me back with a link. I click on the link, and I'm taken to a website of all of these different accounts of people saying that they have been abducted by aliens. Not only are their stories very similar to mine, being awakened with a heart pounding, but almost all of them have the exact same (gasps) burn mark, No, all being on the chest, shoulder, and back area. Yes, I freaked out. I couldn't sleep for days. My sister suggested me going to a hypnotist to try to open up the memory if there is one, but F that. I don't want to know. I don't want to remember what happened if I was abducted. I mean, who knows what happened? Maybe I wasn't abducted, but maybe I was. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for reading my story. Once again, huge fan. Love you guys. Hope to hear my story on your podcast. Also, my name is Maggie. I've attached a drawing of what the burn mark looks like. I had an actual photo, but this happened over 10 years ago, so I can't find it. I love how Maggie would have
0: sent us a picture of her boob I would, if she had yeah. it. <laughs> We're all friends here. My question is, how long did the burn mark last? I know. I'm curious. We'll put this picture in the in the YouTube for people to look. Yeah. The fact that other people have the exact same experience and the exact same mark is what seals the deal for me. Plus the fact that Maggie's friend woke up and Maggie was gone in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh,
1: it makes me wonder too. If her friend had gone investigating and not just assumed that Maggie was in the bathroom, I do wonder what she would have found. Would it be the absence of Maggie entirely? Or would Maggie be like outside or standing in a dark corner in some sort of weird trance? Or, I mean, I don't know how big this mark is, but it's also making me think of what if there's, what if she like goes over to the stove and just like burns herself on the stove? Like,
0: what if there's this weird, thing that she's forced to do. I don't know. I feel like this is a reason why everyone should have cameras everywhere in their home all the time so that they can find out. It's the desire to have cameras to, I think
1: we're on the same wavelength where it was like, we want the cameras to try to capture any paranormal activity, but the likelihood of paranormal activity being captured is probably far lower than a hacker hacking into your camera and just watching watching you all
0: the time. Yeah. You know, pros and cons. Which one do you hate more? Or which one do you want more or less, I guess? I'm pretty sure
1: that's one of the things that people say is on, I don't even know if it's on the dark web or if it's just like in this corner of the internet where there are websites where you can click on different cameras and it just links to someone, some random person's camera that they don't know that you can see inside their house. And you can just, it's like a camera set up in a zoo. You can just watch them. That's horrifying. Don't like that. Yep. It is. Especially because people have baby monitors in their kids' rooms. Sometimes the worst thing in the
0: world is humans. Also, OnlyFans exists. So, like, people are doing that for you. Just pay. Go watch it. Don't be Just, such a yeah, freaking creep. Pay the people
1: who are consenting. Yeah consenting to putting them, adults who are consenting Mm. to putting themselves on camera, please.
0: I hate people. Okay. I have a story from our listener Magdalena and it's called Strange Lights, Aliens Crash My Sleepover. Hi, I just want to start by saying I love you both and feel so much comfort when I listen to your podcast. It's gotten me through some really tough anxiety spirals. My name is Magdalena and I'm from British Columbia, Canada. My story takes place in the small town I grew up in on Vancouver Island around 18 years ago when I was 12 years old. I remember the day well. My best friend came over early that Saturday as we were going to have a sleepover at my house. This friend would sleep over almost every weekend and hang out with my sister and I all the time. We were inseparable. All three of us all three of us have experienced strange things in this childhood home of mine lots of ghosts which I can submit stories of later. So, continuing, the whole day was completely normal. We had stayed outside until the sun went down, and later we got ready to watch a movie in my sister's room. Her room was on the back side of my house, overlooking our backyard which was surrounded by tall trees. Behind the trees was an empty field. We were all sitting on my sister's bed watching the movie. My parents were asleep by this time, just a short distance across the hall. And out of nowhere, My sister, friend, and I all heard this faint hum or buzzing coming from outside. We thought it was weird, but ignored it. Only until this brightness appeared in my backyard. As soon as this bright light appeared, the humming and buzz became louder. We ripped open the curtains and looked outside. Among the trees, there were three large bright white light orbs hovering in a line. The sound was coming from them. We dashed outside to the back deck and just stared in awe and confusion. The sound growing. Absolutely freaked, we ran back inside straight to my parents' room and startled them awake. All three of us could still hear the humming as we stood in their room, and we kept telling my parents about the lights and the sound. They looked confused because they said they couldn't hear anything. They refused to get up and see the lights in the backyard and told us to go back to bed. All the while, while they're saying they don't hear anything, the three of us were hearing it. So scared, we went back into my sister's room, the backyard still lit by the orbs. Then suddenly, the lights and sound stopped. They were gone. Let me know what you think. Were they aliens? Why couldn't my parents hear the sounds? My sister friend and I still talk about it to this day and have no explanation. Magdalena. That's just
1: what's so strange is sometimes it's it's with ghost activity too, where it's just like sometimes everyone in the group experiences the same thing and sometimes just a few people do or one person. So it's weird that with an alien
0: sighting, I feel like normally it's everybody. I know. But we have also talked about how it distorts reality and like people missing time, for example. Like they think they're only gone for like, or they think like an hour has passed, but actually like six hours has passed. I just, it also kind of reminds me of Jimmy Neutron because don't all the like parents get kind of mind warped or whatever, what's it called? Hypnotized. And then all the kids are not like they are, they are there and they can figure it out. Yes. They have to say, that's the whole premise of the
1: movie is the aliens hypnotize their parents and they have to go save them in Jimmy's rocket ship um, but this is okay here's a here's a theory or maybe not a theory but a possibility mm-hmm. what if the reason that Magdalena's parents don't remember anything is because they were the ones being abducted and so they are completely missing time and so all the kids were just witnessing hearing seeing the abduction, I guess, not knowing that their parents were being abducted. The parents are put right back in place. Don't realize any time has passed, have no clue that they were abducted.
0: You cut out a lot. So I think I got maybe 30% of what you said. Um, Shoot. But I think you were saying that the parents were the ones being abducted. Yes. But then, yeah, because I was wondering, so a lot of time did pass. From when they first heard the sounds to when they went outside, then went to their parents, and then saw them again, and then it disappeared. It feels like a lot of time for mm-hmm. these spacecraft UFOs to just be, like, there. So, yeah, perhaps, or or did the aliens, do they abduct astral selves rather than the physical form? And, like, the parents were kind of in a daze. They couldn't get up because they were empty Shells. They didn't have. that. They were
1: empty. I hate that. But I mean, that is a good theory. I feel like that's something that ufologists talk a lot about too. Is is it an abduction of the astral self? But then, I feel like it just might be different based on which alien species or or who, because then we have all those stories too of people that have the physical burn marks, like we had just read about, or that get placed back in their car all in the wrong seats so like their physical form did move Hmm.
0: I also really would love if ufologists or like theory theorizing alien theorizing groups are anything like this I so badly think you and I could like excel in that career we could like we are just so good at theorizing and coming up with somewhat outlandish but also kind of grounded in some logic versions of what is happening that would be a dream job honestly that would be sick it kind of is the our GDI job the gpi
1: could be real yeah it kind of is it is but but we just have no degrees and few resources <laughs> but if we had more at our fingertips if we had a concentrated facility where we were amongst all the researchers that would be awesome All right, I have a story for us to end on. It is called, Was I Abducted by Aliens? Oh, no. And it is from Courtney. A ghostly hello to Sabrina and Corinne. My name is Courtney, and this story takes place in the north of England and possibly in outer space. Oh, fun. (laughs) When I was younger, I would have this reoccurring dream every night. In the dream, I would be extremely anxious and my parents would be fast asleep. I knew something was coming for me, and at the time in the dream, it would be midnight. I never wanted to go with these people or these things. They eventually stopped, but it was always the same dream. I've always had this fascination with all paranormal phenomena, and in 2012, I was on a road trip with family, and we made the journey in the middle of the night to Area 51. It was such a strange area. We got very close. There were dead cows In the road, and we were standing outside of the car when I was overcome with this extreme fear. I was 15 at the time, and I just had this very weird fear that I couldn't explain. I got back in the van and I shut my eyes, willing myself to go to sleep. I rested my head on my mom until I fell asleep. And I know victims of abductions remember being on an operating table, but all I have are those recurring dreams of being taken and not wanting to go. I also have an experience of being in fear when near a place rumored to contain aliens. Anyway, love the podcast, girls. Keep up the good spirits. I've always maintained the possibility that I was an abductee and just don't have any memory of it, but I hope you enjoy this story and I have many more that I'll submit in future episodes.
0: Courtney. Okay, oh, see, this is why I, know, I feel like I have not been abducted because similar to how Courtney doesn't have the memories, she does have the feeling, like she just knows and feels in her gut that she is an abductee. Yes. And just has so many of the
1: same dreams of these beings coming for her. So I think it makes sense. I agree.
0: Yeah. I am. Okay. I love that her family road tripped to Area 51. And I need to know, was this like the point of the trip? Where did you end up? what else happened? Because while Courtney was able to go back to sleep, what happened to her parents or the rest of the family? What were they doing? It
1: also makes me wonder if there's something implanted in her and Courtney, because there's that feeling of
0: fear whenever aliens are around. Like a magnetic field coming from it, emitting. Yeah. Like she senses them. I feel like we talked at the same time and I didn't hear you, but it's spooky. Very spooky. Well, well, may the fourth be with you. Let us know if you get abducted. We love you. We love you. And we will see you on the other side. Very spooky.